Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All righty, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN with you on a Tuesday. And oh my God, is it a horrible Tuesday outside or what? I mean, it's cold, it's rainy. I thought we we're going to be in the 40s and uh, putting gas in the car. It was in the 30s, so I violated my own rule and I let the tank run down to about a quarter of a tank. And uh, I don't like that, even if we don't have a blizzard in the forecast. I don't like that, or heavy snow in the forecast. So uh, I got a chance to uh, freeze um, out outside. Well, because I, I don't, I guess I just don't dress for the weather when it's like this. When it gets serious, I'll dress for the weather. But uh, I, I've been talked out of bunny boots. I'm told I don't really need them. And I suppose I'm inclined to agree with that. Uh, the fewer possessions uh, one has, I think, uh, the better off one happens to be. That's just me. The fewer things you have, the fewer things you have to dust, the fewer things you have to organize. Uh, I would like to uh, pick up on something with which we ended yesterday's program. And it, it's uh, it's a little far out there, not going to lie. It's a little far out there. But I, I'm going to do it anyway because uh, I have no issues doing things that are a little far out there to uh, start off the program. Um, I, I want you to pretend for a moment. Now, first of all, I guess let's set the premise of the show. I, uh, For some reason, for some reason, I think uh, most history is boring to most people. But even people who are bored witless by history have one thing, one event in which they have a special interest. Now, look, I happen to have a whole bunch of events that are of special interest to me because I'm just I'm interested in, in a whole lot of stuff. And that's just the way it is. I mean, hey, I'd like to see the execution of, well, not that I'm bloodthirsty because I'm really not in the least, uh, but I would like to see the arrest, trial, and execution of King Charles I. I would like to have seen that. Like, what happened? What was the defense? What were the charges? And uh, the takeover by the Lord Protector Oliver Cromwell. I'd love to go back and see the Battle of Hastings because to this day, I mentioned this yesterday, nobody really knows where the Battle of Hastings was fought. 
um, supposedly by an abbey that was built by William the Conqueror back after 1066. Everybody knows that date, right? 1066, when the Normans from Normandy, and they were called that because they were actually originally Vikings, Norsemen, and they go to France. They discover great climate, lots of good wine, lots of beautiful women, and they decided to settle in Normandy. So Norseman became Norman and Norman, and that's what happened. The Norman conquest was really the Viking conquest, several generations removed, of uh, of England uh, over a uh, king of England uh, who was slain in battle. And and the thing is, I don't know how deep you want me to go into this, but you know, there's doubt as to whether um, Harold was actually the legitimate king of England during the Battle of Hastings? Or did he renounce his rights actually to William of Normandy, who would become William the Conqueror? And the whole, you ever heard of the Bayeux Tapestry, which is this uh, piece of cloth, and it was basically like early propaganda, which showed the Norman version of why the Normans invaded England and basically portrayed the English king as a guy who went back on his word after swearing on holy relics, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but we we all have things in history, I think, that we would like to go back and see. And, I mean, we could go back into prehistory if you wanted to. Uh, I, I, I would be fascinated to see, uh, to hop into a time machine, see the whole concept of this, okay? And it's hard to explain this, but you guys, you know, you're not stupid. I think you kind of get it. Uh, The whole concept of this is you go into a time machine, um, you have your cell phone with you, and it's fully charged because it's hard to get a charge in a time machine. I know because I've been in one, and all right, not really. But I would imagine it would be hard to get a charge in a uh, time machine. But I think it would be uh, pretty cool to get into a time machine and safely observe. And you can't get involved. See, you can't get involved. You know the old time travel conundrum. If you kill a butterfly thousands of years ago, the ramifications of killing one butterfly a thousand years ago uh, could actually be felt today. You aren't allowed to do anything to interfere with what is going on. And we had some really, I, I did this at the end of yesterday's show, and I said I was going to whip it out today. Well, I was going to bring back the topic anyway, uh, today, and uh, talk to you about it. What what one event uh Maybe maybe two events. I mean, you might be you might be as geeky as I am when it comes to this stuff. Would you like to be able to hop in a time machine and actually see for yourself? And some of the things that I mentioned yet. Well, some of the things you guys mentioned yesterday. Um, the sinking of the Titanic. Now, I never would have thought of the sinking of the Titanic as something that I really would need or want to see a video of. And one of the reasons is uh, many years ago, I went to the Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas and they had a Titanic exhibit there. And I kind of feel in a weird way like I was on the Titanic. And I know I really wasn't on the Titanic. Okay, I'm not delusional. Uh, But it was so well done. It was so well prepared. They had lots of relics from the bottom of the ocean, including this like little teeny tiny submarine that blew up. I don't know. But no, they had all, sorry. Uh, they had all kinds of uh, relics uh, from the Titanic. And they also have this gigantic, 
I don't even know how to describe it. It's really big. This gigantic piece of the Titanic hanging up inside the Luxor in Las Vegas. And I'll tell you something. Growing up, we, we used to read and hear about the Titanic. And look, I'm old enough. There was actually a time when we had no idea specifically where Titanic had gone down. Generally, yes, they knew the area, but they didn't find the Titanic until the 1980s. Seriously, so these pictures you see today online, they all go back to like the mid to uh, late 1980s because that's how long it took to actually find the wreckage of the ship. And then, you know, there are things um, more locally, as as long as we're going to be on a nautical theme here for a moment. uh, Nobody brought this up, and I wouldn't expect anybody to bring it up, Um, uh, but (laughs) the, as you know, in Buffalo, we live on Lake Erie. Lake Erie is our lifeline, the Niagara River. Actually, technically, it's a strait, uh, but the Niagara River and Lake Erie, the lifeline for western New York in terms of fresh water. And way back when, was it 1909, uh, the granddaddy of all missing Lake Erie shipwrecks went down during a storm. It was a railroad car ferry. It was called the Marquette and Bessemer Number no. 2, and despite over a century of looking for the wreckage, nobody knows where it is. Now, they have found at the bottom of Lake Erie. Now, there's not a Bermuda Triangle in Lake Erie, of which I'm aware. But believe it or not, uh, they have found vessels that have gone down in Lake Erie, like, uh, for example, the Whaleback uh, freighter uh, Colgate. They, They found that. They, they found that. Uh, they found an old um, boat called the Satcham way back when. Tiny vessels they found at the bottom of Lake Erie. This railroad car ferry, Marquette and Bessemer Number no. 2, was enormous. And the crew, some of the crew, actually got off and into lifeboats, but unfortunately they succumbed to the elements. I would love to have seen what happened to that vessel and where it went down. Where did it sink? Where are you? Marquette and Bessemer number two. And before I uh, shed my mortal coil, I would like some answers as to where that vessel is and whether marine archaeologists are able to look at the wreckage today and say once and for all why that ship went down. And uh, the best explanation that I've read, and I don't want to get too technical here and take up your time, but uh, the owners saved money. They didn't put a gate on the stern, the back of the vessel, because it would have added to the cost of the vessel. So given the storm in which that vessel found itself, it is thought that the waves actually went through uh, or over the stern of the boat into where the railroad cars were. The railroad cars basically became buoyant and then rattled back and forth and, and took that vessel to the bottom. But here we are over 100 years later. We have no idea where Marquette and Bessemer number no. 2 is located. No idea whatsoever. Um, the Lincoln assassination. They were talking about the Kennedy assassination with David. Boy, it would be so awesome to have a video of the Lincoln assassination. Now, look, we know who did it, right? I mean, there's no doubt about it. Plenty of witnesses. He claimed responsibility for it. John Wilkes Booth, 
uh, six Semper Tyrannus, and they ran off the stage with his broken leg. But it would be a fascinating bit of history to have on your on your cell phone. You came back from your time travel trip with a video of the assassination of Lincoln. I think that would be pretty cool. Now, the assassination of Lincoln was a conspiracy. Uh, let's not let's not forget that. And there were at least three other people directly involved in the assassination. Uh, Well, at least three were hanged for complicity in the assassination of Lincoln. Uh, one was a guy named George Atzerat, another was a guy named David Her- uh, David Harold, another was a guy named Louis Payne, and then Mary Surratt, who kept the boarding house where the plotters met. Uh, was she guilty? Was she innocent? Eh, I-, I don't know. I mean, maybe felony murder, but I mean, she didn't pull any she didn't pull any triggers. But did she knowingly involve herself in a felony, which would result in the death of a human being? Um, I don't. I don't know. It's one of the great mysteries um, of American history. Was Mary Surratt guilty? Was she innocent? Uh, Doctor Mudd. Anybody remember the news guy Roger Mudd? All right, well, he was a descendant of the guy who set John Wilkes Booth ankle after Booth escaped from Ford's Theater in uh, Washington. So there are so many parts of history that I wish we had. I wish we had video of them so we could actually forensically analyze them and say, oh, I know why this happened. Oh, here's why this happened. Of course, you'd need a cell phone that could see through the uh, fog of battle because one of the things I'd like to see is day one, two, and three of the Battle of Gettysburg because it was so – if you've been to the battlefield in Pennsylvania – it is absolutely huge. It is massive. It covers a lot of acres. And even if you have eyewitness accounts like those of Frank Haskell, um, it only captures a sliver of what actually happened at Gettysburg. Well, I would like the aerial view of what happened at Gettysburg. And I'd like I would like sideline interviews with Robert E. Lee prior to the charge on day three, known as Pickett's Charge. Okay, General, uh, you've had an interesting two days here, so it's day three. What is your strategy going to be now to contain the Union? Well, I'm going to have my guys march over a mile of open field into artillery and musketry and see what happens. Well, sir, why would you do that? Are you going to be the defensive coordinator or the offensive coordinator for an NFL team at some point? Um, If you had a time machine, and you have your cell phone, whether it's an Android, whether it is an iPhone, what would you most like to see and record and bring back and say, aha? Now, we had a guy yesterday who said uh, the parting of the Red Sea. Okay, yeah, I'd, I'd certainly be interested in the seeing the video of the parting of the Red Sea. Uh, I'd be interested in seeing uh, the, the crucifixion. Did, did the crucifixion happen? Uh, and the but the the real shot of that era anyway, the New Testament era. Uh, there, there's a couple of them. I think uh, the Sermon on the Mount would be phenomenal to be able to watch that. Are you kidding me? To to watch it on video and obviously if the resurrection happened, that would be the video of all videos to have gotten that on on tape. Uh, to have absolute definitive proof, okay, this is what happened. The building of the pyramids. Was it aliens? 
Was it human? What was it? And isn't it weird that on Mars there's something that looks kind of like a pyramid, like a lot like a pyramid that they say isn't really a pyramid? I, I, I don't know if it is or if it isn't, quite frankly. Um, so if you could go back in time and witness any event in history, what would it be? And you have to have your cell phone with you so you get it on video and you can bring it back and show it. Of course, if you're going to do the entire Battle of Gettysburg, you're going to have to have uh, uh, the ability to charge your cell phone because um, it took uh, took three days to resolve that. Uh, let me give you the uh, phone numbers. You guys were big on this yesterday. I'll see if you're as big on it today on this dank and miserable Tuesday. Um, I'm here to add sunshine to your day, so you're in trouble. Uh, it's 803-0930, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. We're playing pretend. You have a time machine. And you set the time machine for what events in history that you're going to come back and you're going to show us video of those events. What do you choose? I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say today. We did it at the end of yesterday's show, and um, Tanner Saunders said, you have to bring this back. So eh, I'm bringing it back. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And, of course, uh, the attempted assassination of Don Vito Corleone would be good to have on. Oh, wait, we do have that on film. Never mind. Uh, it is, uh, <clears throat> you ever watch all the outtakes from all the Godfather movies? Take about an hour to get through, but, boy, is it fascinating. Uh, 227 at News Radio 930, WBEN, Bowerly. Uh, your call's coming up. Let's load up the phone lines and see what you would like to get in the time machine and watch in real time. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
right, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, so uh, if, if we could build you a time machine and say, hey, you pick uh, one or two things you want to see, but you got to bring your cell phone and bring us back video, what what would you select? What what would you select? That's what I would like to know. Um, and yeah, of course, I would I, I would love to go to Dealey Plaza at uh, twelve o'clock on November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, and just video everybody who is there and have my camera trained. I, I'd, I'd put it in a location that captured both the school book depository and the grassy knoll, as well as the building next to the school book depository. So once and for all, we could say, oh, look, look, it, it was or it was not Oswald in the window. Look, there really was somebody behind the grassy knoll. Look, there really was gun smoke coming from there. Everybody who said they saw it wasn't really just imagining things. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, by the way, it's it's remarkable. Um, you know, we're going to be talking about this, I'm sure, tomorrow. But uh, it is remarkable to me the number of material witnesses who died uh, shortly after the assassination of JFK. And those who didn't die, like when you look them up online – Almost every single one of them was thought to be crazy. I mean, no, it's it's uncanny. If they don't kill them, they kill their reputation to uh, discredit their stories. Know a little bit about that. Uh, let's go to uh, Mike in St. Catharines, Ontario. Mike, you're on WBEN. Hello. Yeah, I'd like to be at the Battle of Hastings. Um, and I have some answers to your questions. It actually happened at Sunlac Hill. Which but nobody knows where that is. No, nobody knows where, where the real Senlac Hill is. Yeah, yeah, there are questions about that, but they're pretty sure it was the, the, a ridge on the way to the road to London. But, and, but you, you, know, you know why it's called Senlac, right? No, I don't. Sea of Blood. Oh, yes. Okay, right. Now, you were talking about Harold, why he became the king. He was related to the, his sister was the wife of Edward the Confessor, and William's uh, attachment to being the king was his, he was related to the mother of Edward the Confessor, so he would have the right over Harold Godwinson. Now, right, but the, but the question, the, the question, the the question is, and I I know all of these things are true, but a lot of people have no idea what you or I are talking about. Here, yeah, okay. here's here here's the thing, um, Harold, the the guy who would become King Harold II of England was supposedly blessed by Edward the Confessor, but right. Uh, Harold took a cruise. He got on a boat, ended up washed up in France, and uh, William uh, the Conqueror, the guy we'd come to call William the Conqueror, basically came to his rescue and as a uh, condition of releasing him back to England, made him swear on holy relics to renounce the kingship of England upon the death of Edward the Confessor, and that's all laid out in the Bayou Tapestry, which I'm sure you know because you sound like you know a lot about this. Yeah, the Bayou Tapestry was uh, was knitted by William the Conqueror's wife, Matilda, I think her name was. But, but yeah, William knew that Harold wanted the kingship. Uh, Harold made no pretensions about that. 
So he got, he got him on the relics, as you mentioned. But Harold had just come from Stamford Bridge fighting his half-brother in Harold Hardrada, a Viking who uh, his name Hardrada means the bad. And he killed both of those near York on Stamford Bridge, raced back, and they met at Sandlack Hill. And Godwinson is Scandinavian, and Harold Godwinson was also Viking. So you had the wife who was uh, the wife. Okay, so I'll go, so the mother of Edward the Confessor was married to Athelred, king of Wessex. When he died, she married Canute, who had a son, Harnacanute, which was uh, by some other woman. But he died, and then the son of the woman and Canute had Edward the Confessor, who was the king now of all of England, including Wessex. And so that's how the whole complicated story came about. Yeah, I mean, but I, I mean, and, and what what you're saying, obviously, I mean, o- only people with a special interest in that period of English history have any idea what the two of us are discussing right now. Um, Ethelred the Unready, by the way, is one of the greatest yeah. names ever, even though it doesn't mean what people think it means. Uh, it just exactly. meant he was uh, uneducated, unread, as opposed to not ready for what was going to be happening. But I would love to know uh, that, okay, the stories of the Battle of Hastings. Number one, where exactly did it take place? Because where we are told it has taken place, nobody found any relics. And and they find relics today from Bosworth Field, where King Richard III met his demise uh, at the hands of Henry VII. So uh, where are the relics? If the battle was really fought there, there should be relics, and nobody has found anything. Nobody has found anything. So, number one, where was it found? And number two, is it a fact that the reason the Normans defeated the English at Hastings was because the command structure, i.e. Harold II, the king, really got shot through the eye with an arrow? And did the English soldiers break ranks to chase the French in a feigned retreat to break the lines? Well, I think it was the feigned retreat. The the arrow situation happened after the right side of the line had al- already been broken. The uh, the horsemen have al- had already been entering that side, and it was pretty well doomed. And even so, if Harold had taken an arrow, which he did, uh, the commanders with him would have continued the battle on. I mean, they all had a vested interest. So, but his brothers also up? got wiped. His brothers also got wiped out. So it was like a decapitation strike. The Normans got yeah. really lucky. I mean, they took out they took out the command structure of the English army with some very lucky shots. Um, but uh, and and another thing that I think you might be interested in, but you probably already know this because obviously you've done your fair share of reading on this, as have I. When William the First was crowned king of England, the uh, guards outside thought that the people were rebelling against William I, William the Conqueror, when they were actually applauding his ascension to the throne and started indiscriminately shooting at the crowd. Good God. No, I didn't know that, but he did have a, a bit of a harsh rule at times. Oh, like he did? He had, the, he had the fight right up until 1870s or beyond just to suppress all the nobles that rose up against him. But once he did, he created the Doomsday Book, 
at a place called Exchequer. That's why we have the name Checks for all our checks. <laughs> well, and, yeah, um, the the Exchequer was basically the treasury of the uh, of the English government, and the don't the the Doomsday Book was basically um, a listing of who owned what in what area of the realm so King William and his successors would know, all right, how much money can I confiscate from these people? Kind of like New York State and Ontario. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Kathy Hochul and Trudeau have their own version of the Doomsday Book. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm in it. Um, Which is actually uh, several books. It's not just one. Um, Anything? I, I, I love your choice, by the way, the Battle of Hastings. Anything else? Um, well, I could I could go on to Gettysburg for a moment if you got time. I thought I thought you might say I would love to see a performance where William Shakespeare was on stage as an actor, or a video of Shakespeare writing Macbeth. Just give me an hour showing exactly how he did it. But please go ahead. Well, in Gettysburg, you mentioned um, Pickett's Charge. Now, the plan by Robert E. Lee was the day before. He gave a commission to three generals to harass the Union soldiers on the ridge there. And one got too little excited, or maybe two, I can't recall, got excited, and more men got killed than Richard E. Lee had thought, and he was a little mad with them. And the next day at Pickett's Charge, he got so close that if he had those extra men that got killed the day before, he might have taken the ridge. But alas, those generals got a little enthusiastic. And I think one of them was Ewell, E-W-E-L-L. Ewell. I, I got the name right. Uh, well, there's General Ewell. Uh, there, uh, but, I mean, there, there were several um, cr- critical errors that the Confederates made at the Battle of Gettysburg. Number one, on day one, Robert E. Lee ordered Baldy to take those people off that hill if practicable. Those would be the Union soldiers on Cemetery Ridge in Gettysburg, and he didn't do it, thus allowing the Union to set up a very strong defensive line. Um, Number two, as you pointed out, on the second day, the failure to capture Little Round Top, which basically you had all these Confederates who had very little water, very little rest, charging up a very steep grade, and the Union, led by the 20th Maine and also troops from New York and Pennsylvania, they were able to repulse the Confederate charge, and that's one of the reasons, by the way, that Pickett's charge failed, because the Union was able to put artillery on top a little round top and then hit from the flank the Confederates as they charged the Union line on day three. So, I mean, everything in that battle ties together to something else in that battle. That's why I'd love to see it on, on video. Well, the sheer span of it is is, is incredible uh, to, like, I've studied all kinds of battles right back to the Mesopotamians. And the battle at Gettysburg is, was so huge and so many cluster situations that occurred that it shouldn't have, yet it did, and, and Gettysburg was not even supposed to happen. It nope. was a series of coincidences that Robert E. Lee didn't even want to go, go and get involved in that area. 
So. Well, he definitely wanted to get involved in Pennsylvania because he was trying yeah. to make a statement to the North that, hey, if you're going to do this to us in the South, we're going to take it right to you in the North. Um, great, great call, man. I'm sure we could probably talk for the next four hours, but I'd get I'd get uh, yelled weeks, at if I weeks, did that. Actually, but anyhow. Yeah, weeks, months, okay, years, have a good, have a good decades. Day. All right, Mike, thanks. Great call. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, ba- the Battle of Hastings uh, is, to me, absolutely fascinating but unfortunately it you know it's if you think about it it was it was over a thousand years ago and you don't remember what you had for lunch three days ago so when you look back a thousand years and then when you look back at Gettysburg you know a hundred and a half years ago plus um, you wonder what really happened and what didn't really happen so if you're just joining us um, you have a time machine and we're going to give you a video camera on your cell phone, whatever whatever video you want to take. Um, what do you come back and show us all? What would we, we what, what would you be most interested in seeing? Uh, let's go to uh, the next call. Hopefully the radio's down. Derek in East Buffalo, you're on WBEN. Hello. Derek, you got to turn your radio off, bro. Tanner, you got to make sure the, the, the dude turns his radio off. Yeah, guys, when you call in, you got to, when Tanner says turn the radio off, you got to turn the radio off. Otherwise, it turns into uh, another kind of cluster that I can't really talk about on the air. Uh, what would you most like to see from the annals of history? Um, another thing I would personally like to see, I mentioned this yesterday, I'd like to be in Roswell when the alien spacecraft supposedly crashed in, uh, it was in 1947. And it's amazing also for a small place like Roswell uh, that it has produced a disproportionate number of celebrities like Demi Moore. Could Demi Moore be an alien? I don't know. Why did Bruce Willis get so sick so fast? I don't know. Uh, but I feel bad. For, I, I love Bruce Willis as an actor. Um, just tremendous uh, talent. Uh, let's go to Derek in uh, East Buffalo. Derek, you're on WBEN. Hello. Um, yes. Um, I just wanted to say I've heard a lot of people talking about, like, what the events they would like to go to in modern recorded history. But if I had a choice, I think I would go back, like, maybe 40 to 50,000 years ago. Like when the first uh, modern humans left Africa and went to Europe and the Middle East and uh, started like encountering like Neanderthals and they were hunting woolly mammoths and stuff like that. I think that's what I would like to see. Uh, the stuff that nobody thought to write down, except maybe with uh, the occasional pictograph in uh, caves in France. Yeah, a lot of stuff before, like uh, modern stuff, started getting written down about ten or twelve thousand years ago. So, do you, I, I know that there's some controversy over this. Do you believe that all of humanity originated in East Africa and then migrated and spread throughout the world, or did we have clusters of humanity spontaneously develop from other species uh, at various points in the world? Because I don't know that I totally um, buy into the East Africa theory. Um, I think that modern humans originally in Africa, but I think that they moved to other regions of the world. And once they got to those regions, they developed into subspecies that kind of like uh, developed over time. So I think that was like originally Africa, but then it moved out of there and they had their own subspecies like Neanderthals in uh, Europe, Denisovians in Asia. 
but here's here's what here's what I uh, and I'm sure there's some scientific explanation for this having to do with evolution. But what what I don't understand is the differences in appearances of human beings from different parts of the world. Number one, number two, um, when you look at the civilizations in Oceania in in the South Pacific, how in the hell? Did people get from Africa and the Middle East to these remote islands in the Pacific, uh, and how did they do it? It's not like they had GPS around. I mean, they were really, I mean, they were super brave. And what was the attraction of Easter Island? There's nothing there. Well, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do, like, with the ice ages. Um, a lot of times in the past, the ocean levels were a lot lower than they are today. So they are able to walk to more places. And I think it was easier to sail because the ocean levels were a lot lower than they are now. Yeah, but you can drown in four feet of water just as you can in 4,000 feet of water. Um, and here's, here's another one for you. Um, and I, I love the way you think because you would like a time machine that takes you back in time before time was actually recorded and history was actually written down, right? Um, yes, how exactly. about? How, how, but but it does nothing for you if I say, hey, I'd like to see a video of Napoleon's invasion of Russia and how horrible that retreat was. That doesn't do it for well, you. Well, not entirely, but I just I would see it would be kind of nice to see how differently they thought than modern humans, their day-to-day lives, their, um, what their religion was, what they thought about. Um, like the future and everything else, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we got into this a little bit yesterday, but uh, the the brain um, the brain capacity of ancient humans is extremely similar, if not exactly the same as humans today. But they didn't have the base of knowledge from which to draw, and, and it was like an oral history tradition. Okay, this is how you trap uh, a piece of meat. This is how you use a bow and arrow. But nobody was writing this stuff down because they didn't know how to do it. Uh, very, oh, very yeah. interesting. Okay, and okay, the Native Americans. Uh, what, what's your take on the Native Americans? Because. Uh, I mean, that that's something that baffles me to this day. I know what history says, but again, and I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. I'm just saying I don't know that I'm buying it. That they crossed the Bering Strait and then went down the uh, the West Coast and branched out. All right, I guess we we lost the uh, we lost the call. Uh, what a shame. All right, two fifty five at News Radio nine thirty WBEN. So. Uh, we ended yesterday's show with this, and I'm continuing today's show with this from the uh, beginning anyway. Uh, it's a subject that I find fascinating. Um, time travel. I could also throw the question out, do you think time travel is possible? I, I have found myself sometimes looking it up on the Internet, and theoretically, theoretically, in theory, it's supposed to be possible. In practicality, with the technology that we have today, it just, it's impossible unless you find a wormhole. But let's, you know, you might believe in time travel, 
uh, it's interesting to see the different accounts. People come out of comas and they say, well, I wasn't in a coma. I was traveling 3,000 years in the future. But all of them have different stories of what 3,000 years in the future is uh, going to be like. But of, of the things that, uh, that you would like to actually see uh, on video, as opposed to read about in sterile history books, um, what is it? And you know, I know that for most people, most history is boring, but I think that uh, there's a lot of, uh, there are many um, um, uh, people who have at least one item in history uh, that they would like to actually see on video because it kind of makes it more real. I mean, how many videos have you seen? How many movies have you seen of Hitler, Mussolini, Churchill, Stalin, Trotsky? A lot. Uh, 803-0930, the Marines at Tarawa. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. I'm stupid enough to continue this in the next hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 